Sports Pick 6 on this Monday, December 28th. Brad Dalius joined by Jerry Skelton, the president of AIM System. We're coming off a weekend, Jerry, that we saw a lot of shuffling, especially, you know, in the NFL. Seating-wise, playoffs, they're right around the corner. We're wrapping up week 16, of course, tonight. That game this evening is going to feature the Patriots hosting the Buffalo Bills. Bills have a lot to play for seating-wise. Maybe the Patriots will play spoiler. We'll see. We'll talk about that one here today on the podcast. But, you know, coming off this weekend, uh, you know, first off, Jerry, got to give you props for that teaser bet you put out on Friday's podcast because you were all over this one. Bucks minus two and a half, and then you had the Saints there in a pick them. Saints obviously won on Christmas Day. They took care of business over the Vikings. And then probably the biggest blowout of the weekend with Tom Brady and the Bucks just absolutely annihilating the Lions on Saturday. So congrats on that teaser. And I know you also had Carolina plus the one and a half you gave out on Friday over Washington, the now Dwayne Haskins less Washington football team. Uh, lots to talk about with that one. But Jerry, man, how was your weekend? I mean, I, you know, busy, right? Lots of sports to get in. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, sometimes I don't even know who I had the day before, but I do remember I tried to give you a bankroll builder when we did that teaser. You know, we didn't we didn't see how Tampa or New Orleans would lose. We weren't so comfortable laying the points, but as it turned out, neither game was close. Both 20-point blowouts, and in Tampa it was more than 20, but 20-plus, we'll call it. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, again, Dwayne Haskins doesn't belong in the NFL. He, he didn't when he got drafted. He didn't when he got started. And we just had a feeling that Carolina, you know, when you have a team that you just can't move the ball, like, ever – do anything. It's really hard to win a game. Now, the only the only fear I had was that ferocious front four, which is the strength of Washington and which will be going forward. They just dominate up front. Sometimes you think maybe you can get into a slugfest and turnovers and like Chase Young against the 49ers where he just ripped the ball out and ran it in for a touchdown. Those kind of things scare you. But uh, how about the fact that Haskins started yesterday they're in the playoff hunt. They're win and in, Brad. Win. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Let them go. I mean, yeah, I, it's crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen that with a team like you said. They're still in the hunt here. One week to go. He just started 24 hours ago, and then they release him. I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Yeah, I, and again, I've I've seen that happen, but like not with a team in week 17 where you're win and in. So the only it tells me two things. It tells me a. Maybe Alex Smith is closer to returning than I thought, um, but has to be. You, you know, you you really can't like you're you're chopping off your nose to spite your face. Do you really think Tyler Heineke? I mean, as bad as Dwayne Haskins is, we have enough tape on Tyler Heineke. He's not a rookie. It's not his first year. He's been floating around the league. He's been around. We have a, we have enough visual evidence that he's not a football starting quarterback. And, you know, I, I see Alex Smith is questionable. I know Heineke, I think, got the start or at least the nod. Maybe they're just not letting us know because I can't imagine you would throw this guy to the street in street clothes where maybe you could just have him, you know, hand the ball off and only throw on third downs and see if that's good enough. I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. Yeah, and keeping it in this division with the NFC East, probably the biggest dud of the weekend, Philly. You know what I mean? Like losing to, I get it. It's Andy Dalton and he's, you know, he can throw the ball down the field, but 
wow, the, the, the Eagles just, I thought, just let a big opportunity yeah, slip mean, through their fingers. They were up 14-3. Jalen Hurts found Deshaun Jackson for an 81-yarder. Deshaun Jackson missed the last seven games. And you're like, okay, the blowout is on. The route is on. Eagles going to the playoffs behind Jalen Hurts. And then I don't know what happened. I mean, Fletcher Cox got hurt, but I can't imagine that alone. I mean, it hurt. It definitely hurt. But I can't imagine that alone caused them to go on a 27-3 to run or whatever that was to end that game. It, I remember it was 14-3, and then I looked up and it was 30-17. to So, uh, yeah, it, it that was a dud. And, Big you know, plays, three plays. I think of uh, fifty yards plus for the Cowboys yesterday. They had only they they put up this stat. There had only been three plays the whole year of fifty they did plus. It in like a half. Yeah, it's crazy. It is nuts. So again, aimsystems.live is where you can find us. Where you can find what we're on. Uh, we do have a lot of stuff to talk about. We do have a game tonight. I'll probably leave that up to Brad since he's the Patriot expert of the two of us. But we'll just kind of gloss over some things that happen. And at this time, I always like to just open up my scoreboard and see, you know, what sticks out. Um, You know, yesterday, again, I know there's COVID issues and I know they were missing their entire wide receiving corpse. But the Browns, really? You just lost to the Jets? Really? Did you just do that? I mean, and again, it's right there for the taking. You got fourth and inches in the red zone. Just pick up the damn first down and let's Gotta get go. Got to get Have to get it there. I mean, and again, he, they kind of screwed around. I mean, Stefanski, I don't. I like him. I think he's a good coach. Baker, I like him. But what were they doing? They had like 22 yards rushing in the first three quarters. When you don't have any wide receivers, don't you just – I was listening to Rex Ryan today, and he was like, we're just going to keep on running until we get a first down. Like, I guess – like that couldn't have been wrong, right? You I gotta mean, run you gotta run Chubb there. I mean, how Chubb only got like eleven carries is kind of a head scratcher, no? I mean, I know when you say game theory and they were down thirteen three, but how'd they get down thirteen three? You know, they weren't running the ball and it just doesn't make sense. So Cleveland, uh the, last week famously celebrating, you know, they got to ten wins and blah blah blah. And they may miss the playoffs. I, I did I hear that right? I thought they were like two weeks ago, they were like 99.5%. They were. And it's crazy because now they are just clinging to that last spot, the seventh seed. Same thing with the Colts. Like, yeah, same thing with Indy. Team, again, what happened there? 24 to 7 on the road, just destroying the Steelers. They get a, a huge goal line stand and they have the ball. They're up 17 and it's the second half. How do you lose that game? How does that happen? Big mistakes, just big mistakes trying to overplay it. I don't know. That was very yeah, uncharacteristic. You know, where, you know, the Colts had the ball just like the Browns did, a touchdown, and they win it. And, like, Rivers is throwing these bombs, like Hail Marys. Like, what, whatever happened. See, Brett Favre was my favorite quarterback in the two-minute drill because he knew first down, first down, first down, first down. You don't always have to be just chucking it down the field. I mean, they had a, a second and seven, and it was a bomb left. Third and seven, bomb right. And fourth down was a bomb. Like, what's wrong with picking up 11, 12 yards and starting over? I don't I don't get it. So Indianapolis with a terrible loss. Browns with a terrible loss. And now these two teams, like I said, a week ago were like locks. And all of a sudden, it's just this log jam. And we haven't even gotten to talk about the mess that was the Raiders and the Dolphins. And let's, <laughs> let's do that now. Now, I hate John Gruden. 
full disclosure, I think he's the most overrated coach. Uh, he's not worth a penny that they gave him. Um, I didn't like him when he was at Tampa Bay. He won with Tony Dungy's players. And the only reason he won is because he wasn't Tony Dungy. But John Gruden. So remember when Todd Gurley scored by accident like six weeks ago and it was all of over the sports center? So this moron, Gruden's like, wait, I saw this on TV. I know I don't want to score. Not realizing that the situations are nowhere near similar. The Gurley play, they could have run the entire clock out and kicked the field goal from the two-yard line, the one-yard line, which is like 99.9%, and won the game. The difference between the Gruden and the Gurley play is that there was too much time left. Now, I could definitely get behind him taking a knee on first and not trying to score, taking a knee on second and not trying to score. Third down, you got to try to score. You got to try to score. And if you don't get in, so what? But you don't take the knee, Brad, on third down and leave 24 seconds to go. Here's my options. Do I want to score and give the Dolphins a minute and three seconds? Okay, because we can go for two. So we're either up five or seven. Give the Dolphins a minute three where they need a touchdown to beat or even tie you? Or do you want to lose to a field goal and still have 22 seconds to go? Now, I could tell you all day long that was a fluke play and blah, 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 the face mask. But I think even without the face mask, the guy was open on the sidelines, Brad. He's open, and, and you still got like nine seconds to run it out for 10 more. I mean, yeah, the 15 yards helped. They were in field goal range immediately. But they still could have run another play. I think they would have won without face mask. Raiders just imploding again. I mean, back-to-back years, they get off to a really good start. And then just towards the end of the season, just fall apart. They lose so many of these games, shooting themselves in the foot. And like you said, I don't know if anyone is doing that more right now than a John Gruden coach team. You well, know? I mean, again, like I said, I can just see him like, I'm so smart. I watched this play out five weeks ago. Let me just take a couple of knees. When he never even would have thought about that if it wasn't on ESPN all week. Like he's he's not that smart. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, he saw it on TV and the situation wasn't the same. So I'm it wasn't the same. Broad. How about five weeks ago? We run through it. John Gruden and Mike Tomlin were the leaders in the clubhouse for coach of the year. That ain't happening for either one of those two guys. Not even so, close. No. How about the Rams, my team, that I really like to win the Super Bowl? Not anymore. Jared Goff with a broken and dislocated thumb. I don't even who you know who's coming in over there. I do, but do you? Who do they have back there now? John no, who's Wolford. He's a quarterback out of Wake Forest that played in the AAF. That's the only reason I know who he is. The I Alliance. Know, he, he played for the Arizona Hotshots, and uh, he played in the AAF, and he was throwing it all over the joint. But I mean, God, look the you're looking at a win and in, and you got John Wolford. A win and in, you got Taylor Heineke. Uh, I mean, come on. What, what's going on? And, and again, I had some fun on Twitter today. You know, uh, is is it time for like the Colin Kaepernick tweets to come out? Or are we uh, stop it. Society? Don't even are go there, Jerry. Society or no? Because I'm waiting. I know they're out there laying in the weeds. They're out there. Yeah, they are. Someone you know? somewhere is starting it on some type of form. I know. That's what I said. Somewhere. I haven't seen them yet. When I find you, I'm going to expose you. But I haven't seen that yet. But I'm waiting for the how does Colin Kaepernick not have a job or – Will he get a phone call tweet? Because I know that's coming. The Rams are a weird case study because they had, I believe it was like a 96% chance of making it to the postseason just a week ago or so. 
and now they they probably might miss the playoffs. That's hard to the Rams. Hard to fathom the Colts and the Browns. Like, how did we get here? And the funny thing, a lot of teams are improved. It's it's amazing. Two of the three that we just mentioned had the winless Jets on their schedule, and both of them dropped that game. The Browns and the Rams. So when you're running the probabilities, you know that's an auto win, and then you move on, and you you can get in with with two losses, but. You both lost that game. I mean, at this point, are people just lining up against the Jets and thinking they can just show up? Is that is that? I think that's what's been going down the last couple of weeks. Literally, just lining up against them, get off the bus, and just play, and they it think they can smoke be. them. It has yeah, to it's got to be it. Excuses. The zero and fourteen, well, the zero and thirteen Jets have just won back to back games, and and again against double digit win teams. So I guess Gaze is just he was just, you know, saving the success for the end. Well here's here's the problem now. Here's the problem we got now. So here here's here's the narrative. You ready? Like the yeah. two clowns that I can't stand and hate who need to be fired immediately, Adam Gaze. Here's the narrative. You ready? Well they played for him. They rallied around him. Uh they they beat two playoff teams. We got to bring him back. And then oh, hell no. Anthony Lynn, he wins again. He backs into a win. Look at this. They're rallying around them. Look, the Chargers, they won back-to-back because they beat the Falcons. I don't know what was it last. No, they beat the Raiders and the Falcons, so they won three in a row. Anthony Lynn, he's on a roll. We got to get him back. No, get rid of these guys. Like, this no, is the no. first thing I that think- happens to your franchise. By the way, did you see the report that Urban Meyer is maybe thinking about making the jump to the NFL? To me, the team, I wonder who maybe is thinking about him, is the Chargers. Yeah, well, those both those guys have got to go. And, uh, you know, again, it, it was a big weekend, a long weekend, football all over the place. AimSystems.live is where you can find us. Let me see if I can just look at one more. How about my guy, Mitch Trubisky? Another I was just thinking ever. about that. You have you get all the props, Jerry, on this podcast because you have been a big Trubisky fan from day one. And, I mean, the proof's in the pudding here. He single-handedly might get this team in the postseason. Listen, they're winning in. How did that happen? They were 5-1, and one, and we were calling them the worst 5-1 and one football team in the history of football, and they went on a schneid, and then Mitch comes in and wins four in a row. And again, when I when you say I'm a Trubisky fan, I, it it it's it's kind of a combination of things. He's just not Nick Foles. That's number one. He's True. not Nick Foles. Okay, so let's start with that. He's serviceable. He can move around. He's got an arm. He makes some bonehead decisions, and he still does. And he did yesterday as well, but it didn't hurt them because it was Jacksonville. So uh, another forty point effort again. He's just not Nick Foles, and I think you got to sign him. I think you got to keep him. And I think you got to go into next year with him and not pull him for Nick Foles. Okay. Again, aimsystems.live. We had a lot. We had a lot to get to. You know, we have a a treat for you because this week, all right, when we're here, this week, it's going to go through the schedule real quick. Uh, Tomorrow, two football games, 5 30 and 9 o'clock. Wednesday, two football games, noon and 8 p.m. Thursday, four, five football games. Friday, Five football games. These are okay, we're stacked. We're stacked. So we're stacked. So we've got a lot to talk about. And again, Brad Dalius, our resident Patriots expert, he's going to break down tonight's game. All right. So we got Buffalo at New England, final Monday night game of the season. I'm seeing that the Bills are a seven point road favorite. Sounds about right. Look, I think this game just comes down to scoring touchdowns versus field goals. 
We know the Bills. I mean, Josh Allen is playing his best football right now of his early young career. They're going to score touchdowns. Are the Cam Newton-led Patriots going to score touchdowns? I just I don't see it. I don't see it, Jerry. I just think you're going to see more field goals from them, uh, more Nick Folk specials. I hear the defeat in your voice. It's just not happening. I mean, who, who's now, yeah, I, just, I don't see it. I was all lined up, ready to play the home dog. I'm like, I'm taking seven, seven and a half with the Patriots. I got Bill Belichick. Do you remember when they played Kansas City a couple of weeks ago on that? It was either a Thursday or a Monday night game. I can't remember. And they should have won that game except for a bonehead blown whistle where there was like a defensive touchdown was called wrong. Or uh, that's when you had Brian Hoyer in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so, uh, they they should have won the game, right? They just they were inept at the quarterback position. I was all day. lined up. I was ready to do it. But here's what's bothering me: the Stephon Gilmore injury. That's the one thing. Last week they had the Dolphins shut out at halftime. I mean, the Dolphins are not world beaters, but they had them shut out, and they lost Gilmore in the third quarter, and they were not the same without Gilmore against you know. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, like, it's scary. Again, I cannot play this game. I'm still leaning towards the home dog. You know my feelings on this. I mean, I, I got to take the home dog plus the, the, the touchdown. If you can find the seven and a hook. Again, gun to my head. We're not playing this at AIM. We may change our mind, AIM systems. You know, before we're talking to you five hours before kick. We may change our minds. So you can come find me at aimsystems.live. But gun to my head, you guys really want to play something, go ahead and take the home dog. Take the Patriots plus seven and a half and see how that works out for you. I mean, we might have some props and some other things going on. But selfishly, Brad, here's what I need. Here's what Jerry Skelton needs. I need the Bills to win this game, to lock up the East, and you know what's next? Rest everybody for my Dolphins to get that victory next week. We need no Josh Allen, no Stephon Diggs. We need the whole we need the whole party sitting down. What do you think? What do you think of my plan? I like it. I mean, Dolphins are sitting pretty right now. They're up to the fifth seed in the AFC. I mean, they're in a good spot. Uh, look, it's by so the way, real quick, real quick on Miami, what do you think about the, uh, the constant quarterbacking musical chairs there? Well, uh, again, I, I still think Fitz should be the starter. I've thought that since day one. I, it, it's terrible to me that I don't have Justin Herbert because we'd probably be the three seed behind, you know, uh, uh, Kansas City and Pittsburgh right now. I, I really believe that with a quarterback. I think you owe it to your team that fits. You're in the playoff hunt. You got to play the better quarterback. But, you you know, they're trying to balance between owing their franchise and what they're, you know, not losing confidence. You know, I don't understand. A guy who's as elite as Tua – I can't stand when they say, well, when you pull him, you're blowing his confidence. This guy has got more confidence. I remember as a freshman with Nick Saban, like putting his arm around Nick Saban when everyone's terrified of him. So I don't think mentally he'll break down. But you owe it to the guys in the locker room to play fits, don't you? But here's what they're going to do. They'll start Tua, and as long as they're winning, they'll keep him in. If they fall behind, they'll pull him. So that's telling you. It's telling you that they believe Fitz is a better quarterback. But who am I to question Brian Flores, who, for my money, is the coach of the year? Hey, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I think you got a lot of backing on that one. He's done a, a real good job there. And I guess, yeah, they'll just they'll keep up with this formula right now with, you know, Tua starting. If he doesn't play well, they'll put in fits. Almost like a quarterback by committee. Kind of weird, but whatever, wor- right, a bullpen. whatever works for him, I guess, right now. All we'll right. Well, 
Thanks for having me, as always, and make sure you join in Football Frenzy every single day of the week. You got it. Good stuff, Jerry. New week here, kicking off of the podcast episodes daily, Monday through Friday. Subscribe, Sports Pick 6, if you haven't done so already. Enjoy tonight's Monday Nighter. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Keep living the dream.